You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 42. We're continuing in the book of Exodus, and the plagues get real serious. Not just the nuisance of gnats and a bunch of frogs, water turning to blood. That's all pretty bad. But now... Animals and people are starting to get hurt. God has a series of plagues that are determined to change Pharaoh's mind to let the people of Israel go. So the question is always on our minds, how bad does it have to get before Pharaoh's heart softens? And we're also continuing in the book of Matthew. We see the effects of Jesus' arrest. Although part of the story involves Peter denying Christ three times and Judas Iscariot feeling bad for betraying Jesus. But the other part you don't want to miss is that through these reactions of random people, prophecies from hundreds, if not thousands of years ago, are actually being fulfilled, revolving around the death of Christ. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Exodus chapter 9. The disease of the farm animals. Then the Lord told Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, Let my people go to worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the Lord will use his power against your animals in the fields. He will cause all your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, and sheep to get sick with a terrible disease. The Lord will treat Israel's animals differently from the animals of Egypt. None of the animals that belong to the Israelites will die. The Lord has set the time for this to happen. He said, Tomorrow the Lord will make this happen in this country. The next morning, the Lord did what he said. All the farm animals of the Egyptians died, but none of the animals that belonged to the Israelites died. Pharaoh sent people to see if any of the animals of Israel had died. Not one of them had died. But Pharaoh remained stubborn and did not let the people go. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Fill your hands with the ashes from a furnace. Moses, you throw the ashes into the air in front of Pharaoh. This will become dust that will go throughout the land of Egypt. Whenever the dust touches a person or an animal in Egypt, boils will break out on the skin. So Moses and Aaron took ashes from a furnace and went and stood before Pharaoh. Moses threw the ashes into the air and boils began breaking out on people and animals. The magicians could not stop Moses from doing this because even the magicians had the boils. This happened everywhere in Egypt. The Lord made Pharaoh stubborn, so he refused to listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up in the morning and go to Pharaoh. Tell him that the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, 
Let my people go to worship me. This time, I will use my full power against you, your officials, and your people. Then you will know that there is no one in the world like me. I could use my power and cause a disease that would wipe you and your people off the earth. But I have put you here for a reason. I have put you here so that I could show you my power. Then people all over the world will learn about me. You are still against my people. You are not letting them go free. So at this time tomorrow, I will cause a very bad hailstorm. There has never been a hailstorm like this in Egypt. Not since Egypt became a nation. Now, you must put your animals in a safe place. Everything you own that is now in the fields must be put in a safe place. Any person or animal that remains in the fields will be killed. The hail will fall on everything that is not gathered into your houses. Some of Pharaoh's officials paid attention to the Lord's message. They quickly put all their animals and slaves into the houses. But other people ignored the Lord's message and lost all their slaves and animals that were in the fields. The Lord told Moses, Raise your hand into the air, and the hail will start falling all over Egypt. The hail will fall on all the people, animals, and plants in all the fields of Egypt. So Moses raised his walking stick into the air, and the Lord sent hail with thunder and lightning down on the earth. The Lord caused hail to fall all over Egypt. The hail was falling, and lightning was flashing all through it. It was the worst hailstorm that had ever struck Egypt since it had become a nation. The storm destroyed everything in the fields in Egypt. The hail destroyed people, animals, and plants. The hail also broke all the trees in the fields. The only place that did not get hail was the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron and told them, This time I have sinned. The Lord is right, and I and my people are wrong. We have had enough of this hail and thunder. Ask the Lord to stop the storm, and I will let you go. You don't have to stay here. Moses told Pharaoh, When I leave the city, I will lift my hands in prayer to the Lord, and the thunder and hail will stop. Then you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials don't really fear and respect the Lord yet. The flax had already developed its seeds, and the barley was already blooming. So these plants were destroyed. But wheat and spelt ripened later than other grains, so these plants were not destroyed. Moses left Pharaoh and went outside the city. He lifted his hands in prayer to the Lord, and the thunder and hail stopped, and even the rain stopped. When Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he again disobeyed. He and his officials remained stubborn. Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites go free. Moses had told the people that the Lord said this would happen. Exodus chapter 10. The Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh. I have made him and his officials stubborn. I did this so that I could show them my 
powerful miracles. I also did this so that you can tell your children and your grandchildren about it. You can tell them about the miracles that I did among the Egyptians and how I made them look like fools. I did these things so that you will all know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and they told him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, How long will you refuse to obey me? Let my people go to worship me. If you refuse to let my people go, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country. The locusts will cover the land. There will be so many locusts, you will not be able to see the ground. Anything that was left from the hailstorm will be eaten by the locusts. The locusts will eat all the leaves from every tree in the field. It will fill all your houses, and all your officials' houses, and all the houses of Egypt. There will be more locusts than your fathers or your grandfathers have ever seen. There will be more locusts than there have ever been since people began living in Egypt. Then Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Then the officials asked Pharaoh, How long will we be trapped by this man? Let the men go to worship the Lord their God. If you don't let them go, before you know it, Egypt will be destroyed. So Pharaoh told his officials to bring Moses and Aaron back to him. Pharaoh said to them, Go and worship the Lord your God. But tell me, just who is going? Moses answered, All our people, young and old, will go. We will take our sons and daughters and our sheep and cattle with us. We will all go because the Lord's festival is for all of us. Pharaoh said to them, The Lord really will have to be with you before I let you and all your children leave Egypt. Look, you are planning something evil. The men can go and worship the Lord. That is what you asked for in the beginning. But all your people cannot go. Then Pharaoh sent Moses and Aaron away. The Lord told Moses, Raise your hand over the land of Egypt, and the locusts will come. They will spread all over the land of Egypt, and will eat all the plants that the hail did not destroy. So Moses raised his walking stick over the land of Egypt, and the Lord caused a strong wind to blow from the east. The wind blew all that day and night. When morning came, the wind had brought the locusts to the land of Egypt. The locusts came into Egypt like a huge cloud and covered the land in every part of the country. It was the worst invasion of locusts in the history of Egypt. And there will never be that many again. They covered the ground and the whole country became dark. The locusts ate every plant on the ground and all the fruit in the trees at the hail had not destroyed. There were no leaves left on any of the trees or plants anywhere in Egypt. Pharaoh quickly called for Moses and Aaron, and Pharaoh said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive me for my sins this time. Ask the Lord to remove this death from me. Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. So the Lord changed the wind. He made a very strong wind blow from the west. 
and it blew the locusts out of Egypt and into the Red Sea. Not one locust was left in Egypt. The Lord caused Pharaoh to be stubborn again, and Pharaoh did not let the Israelites go. Then the Lord told Moses, Raise your hand into the air, and darkness will cover Egypt. It will be so dark, you can feel it. So Moses raised his hand into the air, and a thick black darkness covered Egypt for three days. None of the people could see each other, and no one got up to go anywhere for three days. But there was light in all the places where the Israelites lived. Again, Pharaoh called for Moses. He said, Go and worship the Lord. You, you can take your children with you, but you must leave your sheep and cattle here. Moses said, No, we'll take them all. In fact, you will give us offerings and sacrifices for us to use in worshiping the Lord our God. Yes, we will take our animals with us to worship the Lord our God. Not one hoof will be left behind. We don't know yet exactly what we will need to worship the Lord. We will learn that only when we get there. The Lord made Pharaoh stubborn again, so he refused to let them go. Then Pharaoh told Moses, Get out of here. I don't want you to come here again. The next time you come to see me, you will die. Then Moses told Pharaoh, you are right about one thing. I will not come to see you again. Matthew 26, verses 69 to 75. While Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, a servant girl came up to him. She said, You were with Jesus, that man from Galilee. But Peter told everyone there that this was not true. I don't know what you were talking about, he said. Then he left the courtyard. At the gate, another girl saw him and said to the people there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter said he was never with Jesus. He said, I swear to God, I don't know the man. A short time later, those standing there went to Peter and said, We know you are one of them. It's clear from the way you talk. And Peter began shouting, I swear I don't know the man. May God strike me down if I am lying. As soon as he said this, a cockerel crowed. Then he remembered what Jesus had told him. Before the cockerel crows, you will say three times that you don't know me. Then Peter went outside and cried bitterly. Matthew 27 verses 1 through 10. Early the next morning, all the leading priests and older leaders of the people met and decided to kill Jesus. They tied him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Judas saw that they had decided to kill Jesus. He was the one who had handed him over. When he saw what happened, he was very sorry for what he had done. So he took the 30 silver coins back to the leading priests and the older leaders, and Judas said, I sinned. I handed over to you an innocent man to be killed. They answered, We don't care. That's a problem for you, not us. 
So Judas threw the money into the temple, and he went out from there and hanged himself. The leading priests picked up their silver coins in the temple, and they said, Our law does not allow us to keep this money with the temple money, because this money has paid for a man's death. So they decided to use the money to buy a field called Potter's Field. The field would be a place to bury people who died while visiting in Jerusalem. That is why that field is still called the Field of Blood. This showed the full meaning of what Jeremiah the prophet said. It took 30 silver coins. That was how much the people of Israel decided to pay for his life. They used those 30 silver coins to buy the potter's field as the Lord commanded me. Psalm chapter 20. The music director, a Psalm of David. We pray that the Lord will answer you in times of trouble. May the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from his holy place and support you from Zion. May he remember all the grain offerings you have offered and accept all your burnt offerings. Selah. May he give you what you really want and make all your plans successful. We will celebrate when he helps you and praise the name of our God. We pray that the Lord will give you everything you ask for. Now I know the Lord helps his chosen king. From his holy heaven he answers, and with his great power he saves him. Some give the credit for victory to their chariots and others to their horses, but we honor the Lord our God. They fall in battle, totally defeated, but we survive and stand strong. Lord, save the king! Answer us when we call to you for help. Thank you, everyone. That was day 42. Join us for day 43. We've seen some pretty bad plagues in Egypt so far, but Pharaoh seems, for the most part, to be unshaken by them. So God does the ultimate plague that pushes Pharaoh over the edge. And in the book of Matthew, Jesus faces the Roman authorities. We see Jesus get bounced around from court to court with everyone trying to find some reason to kill him. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.